Yo, Haiti, baby. Yes, ma'am. I got a question for you. You've known me long enough, right? Uh, yeah, I would like to think so. All right. So if you were to get a phone call at 442 in the morning saying, yo, Lexi got arrested. What would be the reason for my incarceration? For my arrest? Um, you bit someone. Assault. Damn. You just had to bring in the biting, huh? Um, you have a history of biting, A. Mm-hmm. And B, um, you're a little person. Little people <laughs> are prone to be biters. So. Wow. Yeah, I would definitely think it has something wow. to do with biting. I'm just saying. You know what? You might not be too far off. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. Earlier this week, I was tempted to bite someone. I was compelled by the powers of the ancestors to not do it. What does that temptation feel like? Like describe it. Like what it's goes like, over your body? It, it it works its way up from my toes. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, not from the jaw? No, nah, it works its way up uh. from my toes. And it's like a smolder. Sorry if you guys hear the sounds of the Bronx. I live in the hood. Deal with it. Um, It smolders its way up through my body. And then it's like, you know, when you have a craving for like, Dick? Sweet stuff. Oh. When you're on your period. Dick? Oh, Jesus Christ. Like honey buns. Oh, uh, yeah. Or Swiss rolls. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. Like, if someone upsets me, I have to fight the urge to lunge at them and... Bite them? Orally assault them. Oh, uh, you put it so... You dress it up so nicely, orally. Yeah, put a bow on that bitch, them. you know? That's who I am. All right. Okay. Check one, two. Testing, testing. Welcome to another episode of the Ladies Pitch Podcast. A controversial podcast where choosing violence is always the answer. Please welcome. Please welcome. Here are your hosts, Haiti Baby, Lexi the Savage, and Durag Daddy. What is up, you guys? You already know who this is. This is everyone's favorite atheist, Lexi the motherfucking savage. What up, y'all? This is your girl, Haiti motherfucking baby in the building. Bienvenidos to another episode of the Ladies Pitch Podcast. Mamacita, la salvaje. You want to tell everyone why did we begin this episode with the Stone Cold Steve Austin? theme song huh i have been consuming beers all day she's been chugging she's been chugging back beers like stone cold all day yeah yeah (laughs) would you like to tell everyone why i am highly concerned that you might have a drinking problem at this point it's the alcs guys and the yankees have me on the brink of a nervous fucking breakdown Mm mm-hmm Mind you, we are recording, and on the TV is the Yankee game. Yeah. Yeah. The second to last Yankee game, the way these motherfuckers are playing right now. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. Yeah. Because of the bitch-ass Houston fucking Astros. Like, I just need to know what fucking hotel they're staying in. For what, bitch? I'm not going with you. I I, I just want to have a conversation. You have questions? I have questions. Okay. I want to have a conversation with a couple of people on the team. 
They were on the team back in 2017. They know who they are. Okay. They know who they are. How was your week, dear? <sighs> you remember that scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Which scene? When Brad Pitt's character gets ambushed by the Manson followers. Yes. And when he went to the compound. Yeah, not even that. Like, towards the end when he's in leo dicaprio's um character's house mm-hmm. well he's staying on the property and he's in his little like part of the pro- and the, the followers come yeah and he sticks brandy on them and he's like fighting them i feel like that wow yeah like i've been all my life i had to fight <laughs> that's how i feel that's rough it's been very rough Okay. But we here. We made it. Um, we vibing. We vibing. We vibing. If you guys hear the hood in the background, you already know it's a Bronx on a Saturday night. Yeah, we can't do anything about I that. I think that's Bad Bunny. Is that Bad Bunny? That is not Bad Bunny. It's not Bad Definitely Bunny. Holy not. fuck. Do it's not one of a- the drill guys, I think. Oh, is If that- you guys can hear it and you can identify what Yeah, please is. let me know. I'm old and out of touch. Yeah. Apparently, um, I just found out... Quick story. I was at work. I was sitting in my office and I heard a song and I was like, yo, is that Vanilla Ice? And one of my employees were like, absolutely not. That is, I forgot who they said. Ice Spice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Ice Spice. (laughs) And they were like, no, it's this person. And I'm like, what is that? They're like, he's a rapper. I think they said Lil Baby or something like that. Lil Baby, yeah. And I was like, is that like his rap name? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, on purpose? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, all right. You know what I find so like hilarious is that it was so quiet. It was. It was so this, ass. It was so fucking quiet. This neighborhood, for it being a Saturday night, it was like eerily quiet. quiet. All of a sudden, as soon as we hit record, everybody and their mama want to go outside. Everybody was like, LOL, hold that one, ladies pitch. Yeah. Funny enough, Haiti Baby came over. I was blitz cleaning the fuck out of my closet. I had a hyper ADHD moment where, okay, let me walk you through this, this real quick. This bitch did the cleaning that people do, like, once they're done with COVID. Yeah. Like, you know, they're out of quarantine. They just got over COVID. And so, they do the whole cleaning of the apartment. That's the type of cleaning Lexi was doing when I got so here. So, I woke up this morning. I went into the Heights to run some errands. I came home. It was, like, 2 in the afternoon. I was like, yo, I'm going to take a little power nap before Haiti Baby gets out of work. I'm laying down. Like, I'm dead ass laying down i'm comfortable my bed felt like freaking butter on melted toast and out of nowhere i'm like i have to clean up my closet i shot up like a dart like i shot up i got up i start taking shit out my closet jeremy runner's like you need help with that i'm like I just might. She's like, I bet. I start pulling things out of my closet. She's helping me rearrange things in the other closet in our house. This is all happening. Haiti baby comes. She's like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, just bear with me. It's how my brain works. I promise I'll feel better after this. And I got it done. Thank you. That's therapeutic. It very, it really is. Yeah, it is. It's for me as well. And also I have an obnoxious amount of hoodies. You do. I do. Yo, 
this bitch was like cleaning out her closet. She's like just putting the regular shirts on one side. She's like hoodie, 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 hoodie. And she's just piling up hoodies. I'm like, what? This is a fucking fucking hoodie, mommy. And yeah, and none of them were stolen. They're all mine. Yeah. I was like, you know what? You just earned yourself a new AK Hoodie mommy. Hoodie mommy. I have an obnoxious amount of hoodies. Hoodie mommy. And I love it. AKA it's, Lexi the Savage. It's like a cocoon for me because I put a hoodie on. I got the hood. I, I feel cozy and protected. It feels like a bulletproof vest. Yeah, it's like it's it's my haven. It's my safe haven. Swam as a person. Yeah, you really have a lot of hoodies. How have you been? How are you? Talk to me. I'm good. I'm doing good. I actually, I got some news. <laughs> I started a new journey. Um, I went back to therapy. How's that going? I had one session. Okay. It was good. I like her so far. That's dope. How did you find her? Um, I found her through... Oh, my God. I forgot the name of the website. I'm sorry. You know, I'm horrible. I'll send it to you. But, yeah. I, f- I think it was, like, therapist something. Therapist for black girls? No. They're that's, great, by That's the way. initially what I used. Yeah, they're I, great, I by the way. I actually had two therapists from there. The last one, I told you, she just up and left and talking about that she was going to... Uh, she put me she forgot to call me one week uh-huh. and then she was saying like that i missed it and i'm like no you never called me like and you didn't even confirm with me the week before yeah long story short it turned me off because i take a very long time to open up to these therapists absolutely it's like, it not an easy at, endeavor yeah. it takes me at least the third or fourth session but this one i'm a fourth session kind of girl yeah but this one i'm actually and you know someone actually told me like you kind of like speak to therapists through your insurance. They kind of like, eh, you know, when you pick them out the insurance. I'm actually paying for this therapist. Are you? A session, yes. How are her rates? I'm paying $140. For an hour? An hour therapy session. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they have cheaper ones. They have more expensive ones. But okay. I was like, let me try it out. You know, I'm not going to put a price on like my mental health. As you shouldn't. Yeah. So. I'm just more concerned. Here's my thing. I don't want to have a conversation with someone where I'm dismantling my wall and you're kind of looking at it in perspective like you can't relate this is part of the reason why i prefer not to have caucasian therapists mm-hmm. i would prefer someone who can relate to the aspect of me being latina me being a woman i remember a long time ago i was trying to find a therapist and it was a white guy and I was like, I can't do this. No offense to you, but Poppy, what you know about my struggles? The first therapist that I saw in my adulthood was a Caucasian man. And let me tell you that when I would speak with him, literally, this would be what he would say. Oh, yeah. Oh. Very and condescending. Yes. I got that condescending and it totally turned me off. I was like, nope. After two sessions, I was like, I'm out. There was one of my favorite therapists. She was a she was Mexicana. She was second generation Mexican woman. Yo, you know, when you have a conversation with someone and it's like, no matter how much time goes by, when you reconnect with this person, it feels like you never left. Mm -hmm. She gave me that feeling. And I was concerned because it's like, she, I want to open up and I did. But at the same time, it's like, is this normal for me to want to open up so quickly and so easily? Wow, she really made you feel comfortable. Yeah, she was great. And I had her for two years. She wound up moving to the West Coast. Dr. Salazar, I hope you're great. Um, 
But one of the things he's always tell me is like, your biggest problem is these. I like to create scenarios in my head. Mm-hmm. He's like ninety percent of the time, the scenarios you're creating in your head, not only do they not exist, they will never exist. Because you're already putting in your negative inflection. Guilty. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You mm-hmm. you get the vibes. Mm-hmm. She and, was I, dope, and, man. and I tell myself, like, his you know, my thing with therapy is, right, when I feel myself starting to open up, when I start to open up, I get anxiety. Like I legit caught a anxiety. It's a very attack. vulnerable moment. I caught an anxiety one time with a therapist. Like she legit had to get me water because the, I felt like the walls were closing in on me. And it was because she has struck something that caused me to mm-hmm. open up and actually talk about something that's very triggering for me. Yeah. So I was like, I didn't know how to react to it. And everything was just like closing in. And she's like, breathe, breathe. And she got me some water. And I'm like, why is this so terrifying to open up to people? Like, I find that to be, it, it just raises my anxiety. Honey, we have, we're like onions. We have so many layers to us that when you peel back those layers, it's like, all right, I have another layer to protect me. But once you get to like that center core, you get to the core. you're like, oh, and no, that's no, no, what no, they no. do. No, they no, get no, to no, the no. core and they start yanking at it. Like, that's yeah. what you need to heal. And my thing is, and you've come, even you have um, pointed this out about me. I have walls, man. Yeah. I have walls and I'm just very big on, I'm like the troll at the bridge. You can't, you can't cross. Mm -hmm. So to be able to find someone who's so easily navigated past that, you're like, nah. No. It's a gift. It, It really is a gift. And the thing about, you know you're good at what you do if you didn't even realize you're doing it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like some people just have that gift where you don't even feel like it's work or it's chore. You're just, you're being yourself. But because being yourself comes with that added layer of, I have healing properties. I have comfort properties. And those are properties that are not really... They're not really prevalent. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like a lot of shit that I say doesn't make sense, but in my head it does. <laughs> so hopefully when I say it out loud, you guys are able to it makes perfect interpret sense. it. Okay. So you, you did your first session. Yes, I did my first session. I'll be having my second session on Wednesday. Um, you know, I do a little prayer before, you know, I'm doing a lot more writing. I'm really good with like journaling. Channeling with the ancestors. That's yeah, good. Yeah, because, you know, I want to go into it with a positive mindset. As you should. I don't want to go into it like, oh, it's just not going to We work. are all for, gonna, you know, taking care of your mental health, prioritizing your mental health. We're all for that. Yeah. Because if you're not right upstairs, then everything else is going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. That's so. really dope. Yeah, so I'll keep I'll keep the listeners updated and definitely uh, and do. I'll definitely find the info, so I'll I'll post it in the you know, yeah. show details if anyone's interested in looking for a therapist or you know looking to talk to someone, vent whatever the case is. So I'm excited, as you should be. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Good. Yeah, man. So, um, you know what I've been thinking about lately? I've been thinking about right, and again, we were talking about creating scenarios and just like the most random thoughts so i was thinking about listen i'm gonna be 38 years old right yes in four months 
Now. What? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> I've lost <laughs> all track of time and space. Girl. Yeah. I'm going to hold fart. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Continue. So I'm going to be 38 in four months. And I'm like, you know, maybe I should start. It's not good. I don't think I'm going to really like find someone and meet someone. I thought you were going to say you're going to start porn. That's in the back burner. But anyway, you're dying for me to like create some type of sex tape. You're a fucking degenerate. Yeah. But you know why? Oh, wait, wait. Before I get into this story of what I've been thinking that I'm, I'm getting older and I'm getting close to the age of 38. This bitch tells me before recording that why don't I release a fucking sex tape mm-hmm. so she can be the my Chris Jenner and manage me and like we can become like no this is what I said I said do a sex tape we're gonna send it to Mama Chris we're gonna get Mama Chris to manage us oh my god so that we can get make it to the top yeah we love you red but chris jenner is like our dream manager yo if chris jenner was decided in the fucking dms i'll send her what i have in my folder my hidden folder i'm gonna pee on myself damn bitch i'm yo i can just because here's the thing i have the notifications turned off for instagram i have all my notifications turned off because i'm a sociopath my phone's always on dnd yeah so. but like you know how you have the message requests mm-hmm. if i fucking see chris jenner in there i am waking everybody up i'm gonna be like we motherfucking made it wake the fuck up <laughs> it's over fuck work i'm grabbing my phone charger and i'm going to calabasas california in my in my sweats and one of my hoodies calabasas and one of my thirty-seven thousand hoodies i'm going to calabasas even if it means the yellow one the yellow one i like the yellow yellow one (laughs) even if i gotta be the nanny for the kids that's fine they don't gotta worry about me fucking their meds because i don't like any of their men's babysit all the kids except for kim's kids because god forbid kanye finds out that a fucking woman from the bronx is babysitting his kids i need kanye to understand i will whoop his ass <laughs> i am not afraid of kanye fucking west kanye west is a regular fucking tuesday for me come at me bro you think i don't know how to deal with crazy people i live with the capital <laughs> of crazy jeremy fucking renner is the lebron james of crazy that is a fact Kanye don't put fear in my heart. Oh, man. If anything, they would need me. Be like, yo, deal with Kanye. I got you, Kim. I got you. You get me that new iPad? I got you. Not the iPad. I need a new MacBook. Kim, get me, get me a new MacBook. I will put your baby daddy in fucking check. He will never disrespect you again. Or skeet. Or skeet. He'll start calling him by his full government. He will name. call him Peter. Mr. Davidson, by the time I'm done with Kanye. I really hate you. <laughs> I hate me too. Plot twist. Anyway, so back to my thoughts, my approaching 38 thoughts. So I was thinking, right, I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to like meet someone from here to 40 because my age to have a child is 40. That's it. If I don't have a child by 40, I'm never having Can a we kid. like simulate a birth scene where you're giving birth and I come out like an Ace Ventura? <laughs> When he's coming out the rhinoceros. This is is what I deal with. (laughs) Like Danny DeVito and it's always sunny when he's coming out the thing. He's like, can we do that? This is what I deal with. We can do that. I don't want you anywhere in my birth room. (laughs) You are banned. And I'm saying this now. I'm coming On our platform. 
No, I'm, I'm gonna be there. So I don't think I'm gonna meet someone and be able to like you know properly vet him to be my child's father. Make right? sure he got all his teeth. That's what right. you mean. So I figure I'll pick somebody. Like maybe I'll end up having like a kid like with a friend. A close Can I guy help you friend. pick out your baby daddy? That's what I'm saying. So I wanna I want you to help me properly vet you. a man to be my child's you. father. It could be like American Idol. Yes. But like that's a no. That's a no for me. Like, what's your favorite team? The Patriots? Nah. So what would I have to go go through to like how would I properly vet a man to be my child's father? Based on my, my rubric. First child's father, yes. Based on my rubric, um it's gotta have all his teeth, all his limbs. It's gotta have good taste in sports teams. I've gotta see his father. Because sometimes I the gotta kid see, ends up looking like their grandpa. Yeah. Like, I need to see your mom and your dad. I got to see his hairline. His dad's hairline. His dad's so hairline. Dad, no more or less. Um, I need to watch him eat a meal. Why? I got to make sure he chews with his mouth closed. I mean, but I'm going to, you know, gonna teach my Listen, child to chew with his mouth closed. Sometimes I, I watch my pediatric roommate eat and I'm like, my God, you eat like your father. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so then we have to make sure that um know. I gotta see him like I gotta follow him like a day in the life. Mm. Like see how he goes about his day. Yeah, I need to see like his mannerisms. His, his mannerisms. You gotta make sure he's not a cornball. Yeah, his hands, his Cause feet. the last thing I need is for you to have a corny baby daddy. We're not trying to have a corny baby daddy. Oh god. Now no, no Nick Cannons around here, you know? Oh, legendary corny. The legendary <laughs> corny Nick Cannon. <sighs> Yeah, so you know that's gonna be my next like the next. I gotta thing. know I'm his political views, bitch. I'm gonna have to sleep with him. Well, not necessarily sleep with him because I could probably have to do like you have know, him, have him. You know, what jizz, is jizz in a cup? Yeah, jizz in a cup. Jizz right. in a cup. Right. And there's also one question I'm gonna ask him. I'm gonna look him dead in the eye, and I'm only gonna ask Kobe or LeBron. Ooh. And depending on how he answers, will determine as to whether or not he's gonna sire a child with you. But I'm not a sports fanatic. That's the problem. That's why I'm here. Okay, all right. I gotta gauge all of this. I have to vet everything. Red is gonna ask all the finance questions and yeah, all of that. Yeah, she deals with the finance, the finance, part of, like, and the man, all that you know, all that adult shit. I ask the real tough questions. Okay. I'm going to ask like the what's your favorite movie? Yeah. You know, what do you prefer, comedy or romance? I'm going to be like my man. Horror, you know. Game like on the line. Who you want at the free throw line? If you say some dumb shit, I'm cooking you. What if he doesn't watch basketball? He's done. You got to follow at least three major sports. Okay. I said what I said. So if you guys, um, any men out there that potentially want to be my child's father, slide in the DMs. Lexi will have a list of qualifications and questions for you. Red will also have that as well. You guys will fill it out, submit it. You have it to the year 2024, right? Yeah. 2024. Deadline is <laughs> December 2023. There we go. <laughs> there we go. So we'll see about that. Yeah, boo. So, um, let's get since you started off with Kanye, let's get into a, a little bit of, of Kanye because I know you wanted to rant a little bit about Yee. 
and what's been going on with him. So, did you get to see him on Drink Champs? I got to see um, a lot of it, and you know, I like I enjoy Drink Champs. It's usually like a fun. It's Nori drinking, vibing with his guests. I honestly feel like he was in over his head with Kanye. He probably thought that he could be the one to reel him in. Honestly, I felt like that is an upper echelon interview. Even though Kanye is at the point of no return, I don't think Nori understood what was going down with Kanye in regards to oh whatever we'll keep it light because he'll be like oh I'm not saying that this is exactly what he asked him but he'll be like oh what's your favorite color the Jews are coming to kill me like he was just very over the top the whole time and it's unfortunate because I know Kanye I mean Nori issued an apology about the whole thing but it's not for Nori to apologize granted it is his platform and I know why he did it I just feel like maybe if you were a more established interviewer, you could have reeled that interview in. I agree with you. I think um, I saw it. I, I saw most of it. Um, I think that he bit more a lot. He bit more than he can chew. Yeah. With that interview. I agree. Um. His platform was not the platform to speak to Kanye no. about his recent, you know, tantrums and rants on, on these media outlets yeah. and all the, the anti-Semitic comments that he was making. Um, Drink Champs was not the platform to have that conversation. No, it wasn't. Yeah, Nori's not equipped to have those type of conversations because he's not really like, he's kind of ignorant to a lot of shit. And he's like his rebuttals wasn't like it, it seemed like because he has a personal relationship with him, he was afraid to kind of put him in his place because yeah. he was afraid of the backlash that Kanye I agree. was gonna give him. Uh-huh. And Kanye's at a point where you can't be like no. you can't cater to his feelings or to be afraid no, you of the backlash. Him. You gotta check him. Let me ask you something. And this is something I was thinking about. Because we had a conversation about this early on in the week. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go into it. But before I do, if there's one person right now that can pull Kanye and be like, yo, my man's you fucking wildin' right now. You need to relax. And Kanye's going to listen. Who do you think that person is? Honestly? Yeah. Jay-Z. Thank you. I said the same thing. I'm like, if there's one person right now that can get into Kanye's head and he's actually going to fucking listen to what they have to say, it's Jay-Z. No one else mm -hmm. is Jay. Now, is it Jay's responsibility? Absolutely not. He had his own shit going on. It's not his obligation. Kanye's a grown ass man. And who knows who, how much he's already had to deal with before. Yeah. They parted ways, you know? It's funny you say that because someone early on, I was at work and we were talking about that. And he's like, well, Jay just kind of left him. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't fucking know what that dynamic was because Jay-Z is not the type of person to just walk away from that kind of talent unless there was shit going on. And he's like, no, my man, I can't. There's only so much. That There's you only can so someone. much. There's only so much that you can advise someone. Yeah. There's only so much you can do for someone. And he's always had like that like, big brother dynamic with right. him. But if you're not listening, like, for example, if you're telling me something 
that I know is good for me or whatever, and I'm not listening because whatever, how many times are you going to tell me the same thing over and over again? Realistically speaking, as a woman, as my friend, as my business partner, you can only do but so much. Because at the end of the day, the message is only as good as the person receiving it. And that's what's going on right now with Kanye. Ain't nobody in his world, in his head, can tell him something that he's going to listen to unless it's coming from someone he holds in high regard. And that's very few people. One of them is dead. And that's his mom. Jay-Z is another person. We don't know where he stands in his relationship with Kim Kardashian at the end of the day. That is the mother of his four kids. We don't know how that dynamic is right now. Because one day they're trying to co-parent. The next day he's bashing her all over social media. Imagine how fucking exhausted and tapped out she is. She's trying to keep up a front because she is her own person. She's a mogul. She's a media personality. Lover or hater. She's got to do what she's got to do. Yeah, for sure. The universal theme is ain't nobody want to deal with a crazy baby daddy. That's a lot to deal with. It is. He is a lot to deal with, man. Yo. We don't even know him personally. And I just, I'm just exhausted from like seeing Seen. these clips on, on social media with him ranting and him going... I'm exhausted. Now, here's my question. So imagine having to deal with him as your baby daddy. Yeah, and here's my question. And, yo, I'm going to piss off all the men right now, but I do not give two flying fucks. Cry to your fucking moms. We're having that type of day. Guys. We're having that conversation. Where's his conservatorship? Mm. Here is someone who clearly has no regard or decorum for what they have to say or what they're doing. Where the fuck is his conservatorship? He is showing blaring telltale signs of uncontrolled mental illness. He's manic right now. Super manic. And this isn't the first manic episode. No. In a matter of six months, how many fucking manic episodes have we seen? And here's another thing, too. For everyone that's saying, oh, y'all not listening to Kanye. Why aren't y'all holding Kanye accountable? Why aren't y'all making sure Kanye is right in the fucking head? Y'all so quick to say, oh, and this is something I'm bringing up because I've seen this. The same guys that are saying, well, Brittany Griner broke the law. She should be in prison. Are the same guys that are saying, well, y'all not listening to what Kanye is saying. I understand what Kanye is saying. Y'all are fucking simps. Y'all are obviously not looking at the issues. You're looking at the gender. Because had that been a man and Brittany Griner's situation, free them. They ain't do nothing wrong. It's just a little CBD oil. Mm -hmm. What's the difference? I, I need to understand the difference because I keep seeing this repeated theme of if it's a woman, oh, well, she obviously did something wrong. That's why she's in that predicament. But when the man is blatantly doing something fucking wrong, or oh, y'all not understanding him. He's misunderstood. I don't know if Kanye is too far gone for anyone to even, and he's he's burning too many bridges for people at this point to even give a fuck. Yeah. Like now, um, the mental, his mental status is like not even a factor for some people. Because now he's just blatantly being disrespectful. Yeah. That whole white lives matter. But then you're saying shit about the Jews. So it's like, 
certain white and lives matter it, girl and we know <laughs> the jews are they they run the, they run this country yeah don't don't do it mm. don't do it just don't do it yeah just don't <laughs> you know and but he played with boiling hot water with that where's his conservatorship that's what i'm saying i'm I gonna ask I that every time i get a chance to ask I don't think that at this point anyone even gives that much of a fuck. They're done. Because he's They're exhausting. Done with him. He's That's exhausting. I'm saying that when they, at this point, you can't even use his mental health as an excuse for his bullshit. It's no. like, bro. <laughs> no. And he had, you know what's crazy? You see that all the time. He's always like posting the private conversation. You can, my Yo. man, if it's one thing Ye is going to do, is blast your private conversations yeah. with him. He said it on Dream Champs. Like, why are you telling me your secrets? I'm not your hard drive. And I quote. Yo, I heard that and I was like, this motherfucker. And it's funny because you had sent me something that someone was like trying to like defend and justify him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, shut the... Like, the first thing I said when I saw that, I was like, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I knew you would enjoy that. Shut it was the a, it was fuck interesting, up. It was an interesting threat because I do like to see like other perspectives. And when I it get comes that, but sometimes manner, you're but, on the wrong. It's the wrong fucking perspective. Yeah. It's like Nick Fury, who's like, you had an idea, but it was a dumbass idea. Mm-hmm. You had an opinion, but it was a dumbass opinion. Yeah. This man needs to be under conservatorship, and I'm gonna fucking say that. I don't care who I piss off. Go cry to your fucking mother. She's the only one that fucking cares. And if she's not here, then get an Ouija board. I don't know what to tell you. Go cry to her. Like I don't care. So he's been banned from Instagram and Twitter. I think he was suspended. But then okay. I heard he bought Parlor, which is the yes, right wing conservative um, social media outlet. Mm-hmm. So let's see how that goes for him. I heard there were a lot of white supremacists on that app. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was one of Donald Trump's favorite playgrounds to play in before his phone was rendered a brick because he was banned from everything. Donnie, even Donnie issued a statement. You know you fucked up when Donnie Donnie T, when Donnie T is like, oh, he sounds crazy. If Donnie is saying you sound crazy, my man, it's time to look in the mirror. It's time to just go on an island, gather your thoughts Get a new publicist, yeah. get a new PR team, and get it together. It's time to look at the man in the mirror and make that change. Yeah. Because if Donald Trump from Queens, the same borough as Nicki Minaj, the ain't shit borough, is saying you crazy. Come on. Shout out to the listeners in Queens, man. I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. She's very unapologetic tonight, guys. I'm always unapologetic. Yeah, today is like <laughs> times 10. Again, credit your mom. If I said what I said was a whole Puerto Rican. Is <laughs> this bitch right here. <laughs> like his Gemini brother, Donnie. They're both Geminis. You absolutely yes. right. Oh, I think their birthdays are like days apart. Hold on. I'm not sure, this. but Donnie hold on, is hold on. I'm going to do it right Gemini. now. I'm going to do the infer. Information. So while she looks at that information, side note, in approximately three hours, it's motherfucking Scorpio season. Ay, jai, jai. Yes, we want to shout out some of our favorite Scorpios. Shout out Sahaji. Who else? Ron. Ron. Who else? Will shout out to my cousin, my grandma, my brother. Yes. 
Yo, they're like literally six days apart. Yeah. Donnie T is June 14 and Kanye is June 8th. My God. <sighs> Even the picture they got for Kanye on Wikipedia is like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh god yo out of his four kids and another thing and another thing before we get to north being the incarnate of kanye you know where i was stop going stop using kanye's musical genius as a reason to justify his behavior one has nothing to do with the other i need people to understand that the same way people could separate michael jackson the artist and R. Kelly, the artist, from the stuff that they did in their private and personal lives, y'all can do the fucking same too. I want to believe that you guys are fucking smarter than that. Don't do it. Because if I see one more people say, one more person say, oh, but he's a genius. No. Don't do that. Do not take that fucking route. Sorry, I just had to go on that route because it pissed no, me off. Listen, I, I feel your passion. I feel the heat. From across the room. I just hate how a lot of men of a certain status and stature. She's coming for y'all tonight. Get excused or try to be given a pass for the bullshit that you do because of other stuff that you've done. Because when it's the she was on the other foot, when it's a woman, we don't get that. We don't see what you're saying. We don't get that. See what you're saying? Uh huh. I don't know, but yeah. I mean, anyway, the in, the the yo real quick. Champs. This guy on my TV got some fucked up box braids. Continue. What the fuck? Sorry, I have ADHD, guys. You should know this by now. She's a ADHDing. <laughs> Stimming hard, bro. Um. So the drink champs episode got pulled. They pulled it. Yeah, they pulled it from um. Platforms. You mentioned that. Yeah, Nori pulled it. Um, he issued an apology. Damn. Again. That's crazy. Like you said, he didn't have to. He shouldn't have to. But unfortunately. It's his platform. It's his platform. You know, he knew what Kanye already had been doing that week for several weeks on media outlets. You knew exactly what you wanted when you asked him to come on the show. You knew mm -hmm. what you were going to get. Because at this point, if you invite him on your show. You know what you're going to get. So you want to show Kanye is going to give it to you. That's one thing. He gave it to you and then some. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, he offended a lot of people as usual. And then, you know, you he you, offended you, an entire race. You pull the episode and you issue an apology. And it's like you have to be held fucking accountable for it. Like, I'm sorry. It's your show. You knew what he was going to yeah. do. You knew and what again, he was going to say. Interview wise, Nori was weighing over his head. That wasn't for him. That was Kanye. He has to be. He has to. He has to sit down with like a journalist that's going to challenge him and is actually going to put him in his place. Yeah. Journalism is not Nori's thing. No, no. You know, sit down, speak with you rappers know, about hip hop stories. Talk that shit. Smoke and drink. Oh, that that's your shit. You know who I would love to see Kanye sit down with? Because I know this interview can go a lot of ways. But in a good way, my man Howard. Ooh. My man Howard. Because <laughs> Howard would Stern. Be, that would be good. Yeah. The way. How do I say this? 
I don't think, well, first of all, Howard Stern is one of our favorite interviewers, well, one of, of our favorite people, but. That's our inspiration right Yeah. There. He just knows. This is the same man who was able to get a, a confessed killer to walk through their process on his show like nothing. So I feel like he's one of those few interviewers who, because of the way his show is, he'll be like, you know what? Let's have let's have Kanye West on here. I want to pick his brain. I want to see why he is the way that he is. Mm-hmm. And another, Howard is Jewish. Yes, he is. That's not a secret. Like, he's very Jewish. So just imagine how that dynamic would have been when... If Kanye would have started like wilding out, saying all the shit, all the anti-Semitic stuff that he was saying, Howard would be like, "Nah, we're not doing that. If we have, if we're gonna have a conversation, let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. But if not, you can go." And that was a problem with Nori. Now, what's the Nori say? You can go. I don't gotta entertain this. Yeah. He kept trying to kind of like appease him, so to speak. Like, let me just, you know, get him to relax and get him to calm down. No, you're not going to come on my show because this is my show and I do have a platform. You're not going to come on here to say what you're going to say and think I'm not going to say anything. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Like I said, um, let's see how it goes. Like I said, I don't think anyone really gives a fuck at this point to even excuse Kanye for the disrespect. I don't think he has a lot of people in his corner. Yeah, he's burned a lot of bridges. No one is really going to give a fuck. And it's unfortunate because... Who plays him on the conservatorship at this point. Yeah, I mean, he has his kids and stuff, but what grown-ass adult is on his side? Or who wants to be on his side at this point? You're driving everyone away. Well, let's see how this plays out, man. Well, speaking of being full of it, you know. Nice segue. I know, right? (laughs) You know, with the decimation of Roe versus Wade, people don't realize the effects and the magnitude of this decision being stricken down by the Supreme Court has not just on women, but all across the board. Like it's a really far stretching ripple effect. And I say that to say that a lot of sex workers were impacted by this decision because they are now rightfully so demanding more money to do certain scenes. Doubling our rates for cream pie scenes. Now, for those of you who do not know what a cream pie is, a cream pie is when a man ejaculates into a woman's vagina and it spills out. Basically, when a man makes you a Twinkie. Yeah, it's just cream filling and it's spilling out. Personal Twinkie. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I miss him. You've ever been a cream pie? I have, yeah. You have? My best times. Okay. <laughs> All right, well. Have you? Um. Here's the thing, because I have an irrational fear of getting pregnant. No. Damn. That means you ha- You know what? 
That means you haven't gotten that real good date that make you risk it all. Every woman has gotten that I'm one. I'm sorry. Every woman has gotten that I'm one sorry. dick. Where you're I not- don't care how good that dick is. I am not raising your fucking kid if I don't want to raise your fucking kid. Listen. Sometimes you chance nah. it when you're in that when nah. you're when you're ch- if you got the little flow app on your phone. There's <sighs> certain days where no, if you have a very low chance of getting pregnant. I do not know this woman, and <laughs> I do not affiliate and you're like, with this you know woman. What? This woman Fuck thinks it. I'm trying to get pregnant out here. I mean, or listen. even risk the opportunity of getting pregnant. I'm just saying, ladies, if I'm preaching right now, let me know. Needless to say. Vice News, God bless them. They posted this article about a lot of sex workers. And you know what's funny? Um, A lot of sex workers are opting, especially in the porn industry, to do scenes with condoms now because of that. I'm not watching no sex scene with a condom. You know what's funny? (laughs) I was having a conversation with a guy once. And he was like, yo, I don't care how bad the bitch is. If I see a condom in that, sec- in that porn scene, I'm going to another video. That's a fact. That's crazy. That is a fact. I do not want to And I to know a lot a of condom. like Brazilian porn, they use condoms because of the, the rates down there are like astronomically off the charts for like STDs and AIDS. But I mean, in the pre-screening process, are you not testing They don't for do STDs, that out there in Brazil. HIV? A lot of like, okay. That sucks. Don't ask why I know this. But a lot of like production companies don't have the money. Like when I used to do the stuff for Bang Bus. I mean, it's Bang Bus. They're like the the cream of the crop for, you know, porn. They take the screening and testing very seriously. If we looked at the talent's charts and they weren't tested, you know, within like the 30 days, you're not doing a scene. That's, yeah. That's but a lot of... So. But you got to bear in mind, like in a lot of other places and countries, they don't adhere to the same standards. South America, Brazil, they're going to do a scene. You're going to see condoms. Skip. Oh, my God. I'm not. I'm serious. No prophylactics in your porn? No. Same thing with like OnlyFans clips on Twitter. If they have a condom on, like, nah, my man. What are we doing? So what's the stigma? Them And let me not catch a bitch giving head. To a man wearing a condom. That that is weird to Bruh, me. Bruh. Nah. You're sucking off rubber. Nah. Not about that. I'm life. not. I'm skipping. I'm skipping right past that scene. That's funny. I'm not doing it. You know, um, I remember one time I was on Pornhub and you know how like the homepage, you see like the previews of the different videos. Mm. Every single video clip that was on the homepage, I don't know if this was a coincidence or what, or like, you know, the algorithms. Every single like clip, the the woman was like holding a dick wearing a condom, <laughs> and it was weird to me because I was like in bed and I'm like, wait, what's happening here? Why are they all wearing condoms? So then I'm like, the whole like first page, I'm like, no, I can't do this, and like I guess my the combination of my confusion and disappointment, I just put my phone down and went to sleep because I was like, what was that about? Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't watching any condom-related porn before that. Now, you know you know that was coming for you with that, right? I'm like, what were you watching? Yeah, like, and that's the thing, too. Beforehand. I usually don't use Pornhub. Like, my go-to porn website is XNXX. That's my new one. 
Yeah, no, oh, yeah, that's yeah. that's all reliable. That's all faithful right yeah. there. So when I Gordon s- Hub has got is showing me too much sushi. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I don't like so it. like, I just happen to stumble across Pornhub for whatever reason, because you know when you try to switch things up, and like the homepage was all of that. I'm like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, thank you. Kindly declined. Went to bed, and I think I had mentioned it to um to Red, and she said the same thing. She was like, what the fuck are you watching? Were you watching? I'm like, I I never go on Pornhub. I usually go on XNXX and the, the shit that I watch in there is like filthy. So how did that equate yes, to? Bitch. So I was like, how did that equate to like condom sex? You know? Yeah, that's weird. Needless to say, like, I guess because in real life we we try to be protected or I would hope we are more protected. We don't want our porn to be protected. Like we want it to be as filthy and disgusting as possible. That's because the whole point. Yeah. I'm living vicariously through you, bitch. Right. That's what it is. Okay. Like, I, I need, you know, as in real life, I need my shit to be disgusting. I need it to be even more disgusting. But you know what my problem porn. is, too? Like, and it doesn't involve a condom. Yeah. I have to use that in my real life. I don't want to watch it on the So, I have a problem because I do have ADHD. I am embracing my truth as a... Uh, middle-aged not middle-aged but older millennial you're a middle-aged jewish man you are (laughs) i'm larry david yeah but as a latina woman with adhd i know certain things i fixate on that i shouldn't perfect example the other night i was like i need to rub one out to go to bed i'm looking for porn i come across this porn video i couldn't get into the mood because the entire time the couple was fucking with a pile of laundry next to them. And I was fixated on the fact that these motherfuckers, they put their laundry away. Why are you like this? <laughs> and the whole time I'm like, Dobla sa ropa, like fold your clothes. Why are y'all fucking near the laundry like that? Like I I was it got to the point that I sat up in my bed. I swear to God, it was like three something in the morning. I sat up in my bed, I'm like motherfuckers don't put laundry away no more like what are we doing that was probably part of the scene no like the clothes were dirty no now they're clean you could tell it was clean laundry because it was still sitting in the basket i know but that's what i'm saying like it was probably part of the whole she was probably taking the clothes out of the dryer folding he crept up behind her you know bent her over over the dryer i'm gonna need motherfuckers to put their laundry away if they're gonna do a sex scene at the very least keep the fucking laundry out the scene because a bitch like me is going to stumble across your video and I'm going to be like, put your clothes away. There was another time, and Red could attest to this because I sent it to her. I find a video. It was a bitch with a fat ass. She was getting clapped out by two guys, but the entire time, I couldn't focus on that because of the bitch's eyebrows. They were horrendous. And I'm, I'm getting my head over here. Like, yo, I am getting to the point that my impediment of ADHD is getting in the way of my masturbation life. Because I'm fixating on the wrong things. Yeah, you need to be fixated on the dick. But no, like, if you got fucked up eyebrows, I'm going to be fixated on that. If you're <laughs> fucking in front of a pile of laundry... I'm going to be like, put your fucking lawn. Why are you fucking when you should be folding? Fuck and fold. Fold, then fuck. No, fuck, 
and fold at the same time. Nah, because if you got ADHD, you can't do both. Honey, (laughs) there's a will, there's a motherfucking way. (laughs) Guys, my brain works in a certain way, okay? You know this about me. (laughs) This is not breaking news. You know how my fucking brain works. Cream pies. So these porn stars. Yeah. They want want to get paid more. So this was published by vicenews.com on the 19th. It says doubling our rates for cream pie scenes. Sex workers on life after row. And the quote says, even if I do have an IUD, I'm not going to risk my life and health unless I get paid enough to fly across or leave the country for a safe and legal abortion. That's crazy, right? It is. The day the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade was also the day porn performer Siri Dahl started limiting how often she's allowed colleagues to ejaculate inside of her. All right. AFAB assigned female at birth porn performers were all doubling our scene rates for cream pie scenes, right? Dahl tweeted. Now, I'm sure a lot of Republican dipshits like to watch it, which they do. Dahl continued. And personally, even if I do have an IUD, I'm not going to risk my life and health unless I get paid enough to fly across or leave the country for a safe and legal abortion. This wasn't an empty promise. Months after Roe was overturned, Dahl now caps the number of cream pies seen she'll do, which involve a performer with a penis finishing inside her, inside their scene partner's vagina. Dahl, who lives in Kentucky, a state that has banned almost all abortions, which is weird because the incest rates in that state are like astronomical, <laughs> is also considering Bitch, that was the thought in my head too. <laughs> it's funny. Is also considering a more permanent way to protect herself from an unwanted pregnancy. She wants to get her tubes tied. Now, that's another thing. All right. So, real quick. My mom had me when she was 22 years old. She knew she didn't want any more kids. They won't allow you to tie your tubes at that age. The fact that she had to, like, literally fight. And I was born in the Bronx. New York, New York City, New York State, super liberal state. Granted, it was the 80s, but still. The fact that my mom at 22 years old was able to successfully convince her doctor to burn her tubes because she was like, that little bitch, I'm done. (laughs) That little, I'm good. It was crazy because even like, even now, like, I have friends who were married and every time they try to say, oh, I'm going to get my tubes head, the doctor's like, but do you really? What does your husband think? And back in 86, like, right after I was born, my mom went through, like, some postpartum depression and she would tell her OB, like, I want to get my tubes tied. And they were like, but you're so young. What if you get married? And my mom was like, no, I have two kids. I'm good. That's it. Yeah. That's it. This little one right here, I'm good. And it was crazy that they were able to do it for her. She tells the story and I'm like, yo, they really tied you. T- like, they burned your tube. She's like, yeah, I, was, I, was, I can't do that again. Because um, 
when she was pregnant with Jeremy Renner, my mom went into hospital into the hospital October second. My sister was born October six. She days said of labor. Wow. Yo, she said seventy eight hours of labor. She said that was the most traumatizing experience of her life. She was like, "Yo, you were born by the grace of whatever ancestors were looking out for you." Because she's like, "I didn't want any more kids. I was so traumatized." My mom was eighteen when she had Jeremy Renner. She was twenty two when she had me. She was like, "Yo." traumatized and she was like i knew for a fact with you that's it i was good with two kids Mm -hmm. she would have been good with one but you know i was like nah bitch i'm coming here i am you know what it is that's because a lot of women they um they end up wanting to they change their you know reverse it they change their minds yeah later on that's the thing so they always want to make sure like are you sure are you sure but at the same time it's like you know, women go through a lot being pregnant. But you know what's the crazy? Pregnancy is is rough on a woman's body. Aren't tubal ligations reversible? Hmm? Aren't tubal ligations reversible? Yes. So but when you burn them, clearly no. Well, no, my mom said burn them shits. Yeah. Because my mom has them. My mom has a very low tolerance for pain. Whereas, like me and Jeremy Renner, we're fucking sociopaths. Right. High tolerance for pain and she got huge. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> but like imagine going to your OB, right? And you tell them, oh, I want to get this done. And they're like, but do you really? What would your husband or your partner say? Uh, are they pushing this baby out their dick? No, right? Who gives a fuck what they have to say? Tama That's got to be a little tough though, right? That has to be like a tough situation. It is. For, for marriages. Because what if you decide you don't want any more children? As the woman, you're carrying this child yeah. for nine, ten months, you know? And you know what my thing and is, then too? then your husband is like, no, but I want more children. But at least there's an option to have more children, but via surrogate, right? Yeah. My thing is, too, and maybe this is why I'm still single and childless, because I already knew from, like, an early age, I don't like... I was telling you this earlier. I don't like feeling restricted. I never want to feel like something is holding me back. And growing up, my mom used to always say, a man doesn't hold you back. Kids hold you back. Because it's not about you anymore. It's about them, which is a right, which is right. And hearing that as a kid, I'm like, I don't don't want that. I want to be the priority. I want to be the main one. So from early on, I kind of knew I'm not going to be the one to have the marriage and kids because the greatest feeling in the world for me is being able to get up and do whatever the fuck I want and nothing is holding me back. Yeah. If you were to call me at 3 o'clock in the morning talking about, yo, come over, A, B, and C. All right, give me 20 minutes. Let me take a shower and get over there. Not, oh, my God, I got to find babysitting. Oh, my God, let me see what my man has to say. Nah, I don't want that. And when I used to say that out loud to people, they'd be like, you don't mean that. No, you can't be for real. I am very much for real. And I feel like that kind of autonomy over yourself as a woman scares a lot of people. It does. Because you're supposed to want the kids and the marriage and the picket fence and the dog and the cat and whatever the fuck American society has rammed down our throats to want. 
there's nothing wrong with that and it sh- you shouldn't be shamed for it that's a choice right but we that's do your, get shamed for it we do we do we do look I'm at us a, i'm not a hundred percent on the page that you're on no which is fine but, but yeah but i would never be that i you know we've had this conversation yeah, yeah. plenty of times and i never tell you like oh lexi but you'll change your mind or you you know yeah you, you just never know i mean i know like if it happens me if it happens it happens great if it doesn't great, great. but the fact that we're both 30 something latina women with no kids kind of weirds out a lot of people it does because they always look at you like, what's wrong with you? And there's nothing wrong with us. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Like, what is wrong with you that you don't have this and this and that? And, you know, I, I never forget this. And I'm going to tell the story now on the podcast. I remember I was in my I was in my 20s. I was working at my other job and I had just gotten off my shift. I had worked an overnight and I went to go see my dad who had just started his day at the clinic. He used to work at the the clinic in conjunction to my job. Anyway, I had taken him coffee and I was just sitting there, you know, just shooting the shit. And there was a woman that worked with him. And, you know, she was just making small talk with me. And she's like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? Just and I was like, oh, I work this weekend. But on Monday, I'm going to do like something. I don't remember what I said. And she's like, oh, okay." I think this was around like Valentine's Day mm-hmm. week, I want to say. And she was like, oh, so you're not celebrating Valentine's? And I'm like, it's not oh, a real God. holiday to celebrate. So <laughs> so then she's like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, it's not really my thing. She's like, oh, you haven't found that special someone. I'm like, no, it's a pagan holiday that celebrates when the Catholics rip the hearts out of whatever. I said something like along those lines. And she was like, oh so i scared this woman off whatever and my dad laughs because he knows how i am but a couple of days later i was at work and i see this woman again and her daughter also worked and her daughter was pregnant she's like rubbing her daughter's belly she's like who doesn't want this and i'm like me (laughs) i'm like she's trapped for life and the way i said it everyone just fucking looked at me like wow I'm like, but a kid traps you. No, no. Okay. And I kind of just like walked off because it was like super awkward. And that woman would always give me the nastiest look every time she saw me. And it was great. Like I relished that moment. You know, my mom used to give me that speech as a teenager too. She used to always say, la que pierde eres tú, no, no el hombre. Yeah. Yeah, she knew. In translation, the one that loses the most is the woman, you, not the not the man. Yeah, the man can make all the kids he wants, and then just goes about his fucking day. Mm-hmm. We're the ones who are stuck. Yeah, she's like, your life is the one that's going to be put on pause. Yeah, you're the one that's going to have to not be in school. You know, for a while, you have to not sacrifice work. school work, your you life. Know. Yeah, she was your like, passions. not the man. He could continue to like. Hop, the jump, same skip, way, whatever. The same way to Nick be Cannon there. is making thirty-seven babies, right? She would be like, he's the one that'll decide whether he want to be there or not, and be yeah. out in his life. He'll continue with his life, and your life will never be the same mm-hmm. with a child. And this is all, and this is how. And it we comes don't mean that like a negative thing, because babies are blessings, and there are plenty of of women out there that do want to be mothers, and unfortunately, it's it's difficult for yeah, them, or they're not absolutely. able to. So we're not saying it like it's a negative. We're thing, saying but for it us, if a woman tells you she doesn't fucking want to have a kid, yes. She means it. Don't be like, oh, but you'll change your mind. Oh, but you're just saying that because of... No, she fucking means it. 
If a woman tells you, I don't want to have kids, you'd be like, yo, that's what's up. End the conversation. It's not for you to convince her mind, to convince her to change her mind otherwise. Which is what always fucking happens. Bitch, we're at that stage in our lives where people are like trying to put the pressure on us. I'm going to be like, yo, <laughs> unless you got Nick Cannon money, you're going to slide a couple of million dollars in my bank account to push out a fucking rug rat. Leave me the fuck alone. It's so crazy how many people ask me that question more than ever. It's annoying. More than ever. And I hate it. You know what? Every time if, I'm like, if anyone, anyone is listening that personally knows me, please do not ask me that question. Do not. Please do not. Because you know what I'm going to tell you? Every time like, when are you going to have a baby? Like, yo, when are you going to brush your teeth? When are you going to get a better haircut? When are you going to use deodorant? I'm going to come for you on a personal level that you're going to be so like, what the fuck is wrong with this bitch? And I'm not going to care. When are you going to leave your scrub ass baby daddy that won't stop cheating? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When are you going to have a baby moms that don't look like Sasquatch? Like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, bro. Mind your business. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm sick of that question. Please stop asking me that. Don't ask; it's none of your business. Keep my uterus out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna put that Will Smith meme. Yeah, and it's gonna and be put my uterus. Like, keep my fucking name uterus out, your out of your fucking mouth. mouth. <laughs> it's my uterus. Yeah, man. So, I mean, I'm, I'm with the I'm with the porn stars, like. Increase their rates, Rightfully man. so. Like, you're putting yourself on the line. Yeah. Pay those sex workers more money for cream pie sex scenes. Sex workers make the world go round. I love me a good cream pie scene. That's not one of, like, my top favorite genres of porn. But <laughs> if it's Yo. a threesome cream pie, I'm there. You know what's my favorite thing to watch? And you should do this if you don't already. Porn bloopers what porn bloopers like okay that's a thing it is a thing okay so you know i was you know when you have like the post nut clarity and i was like laying in bed i'm like i stumbled across across a video and it was like porn bloopers and it's like when the the money shot goes horribly wrong they don't ejaculate the way they're supposed to whatever and one of them was like a cream pie a cream pie blooper and instead of like cream pieing in like her vagina like he was supposed to, <laughs> he did it in his hand. And he had like the jizz in his hand. And he was trying to find somewhere to put it. And he was like, I need a towel. <laughs> you can <laughs> You can hear the sense of urgency in his voice, and it was fucking hilarious. Oh my god. So do yourself a favor, where did guys. You, where did you see that? This at? was on XNXX. Okay. Let me see if I can find it. Hold on. That's definitely some uh, uh, rabbit hole I'm going to jump Yeah, in. like porn bloopers are definitely a thing. I highly recommend if you're like, not necessarily like want to fuck, but if you're like bored. And it was just like the urgency in his voice. It was like that video with the two gorillas fighting. And the woman was like, someone get the zoo, the zookeeper. <laughs> like, what the fuck was a zookeeper supposed to do? Against the lion. <laughs> Against two fucking fighting ass, grown ass gorillas. Oh, it was the gorillas. The it gorillas, was the gorillas. Right, and right. she's like, someone get the zookeeper. <laughs> like, bitch. Only a fucking Karen would say that. 
Because what is the zookeeper supposed to do with two gorillas fighting one another? Like, they're asserting dominance there in their own, like, habitat. Yeah. Leave them alone. Let them fight it out. Oh, look. Hug it out afterwards. I found some porn bloopers. This is great. Bitch, I can't with you. Is this is this what you gonna do? Look, I'm gonna send I'm gonna send you the, the I'm gonna send it to you. We'll also add the link in the show details because yeah. yeah I'm, I, Listen, there's a few times when people hit us up asking us like where they can find. Someone was asking me. They're like, you yeah. need to start posting the stuff you talk about. I'm like, all right. No, I started doing so because you know people are always interested in like some yeah. of the random ass things that we come up and with if there's the one thing lexi knows how to fucking be is fucking random yeah but um yeah we go we gonna wrap it up uh savage any last words um if you guys see me crying randomly mind your business i'm just mourning the yankees yeah. it's all right yeah i seen her go the knicks are today. back baby are they What'd you say? All right, so let me just wrap it up before I don't make it to the next episode. <laughs> Guys, remember, you can find Ladies Pitch on Instagram at Ladies Pitch and on Twitter, Pitch718. Like, subscribe, share, review the podcast on all streaming platforms. Where you can find a podcast, you will find the Ladies Pitch podcast there. My ladies, my ladies, my ladies, remember, you deserve to be happy and fuck disrespectfully and cream pie. Remember that. This is Haiti motherfucking baby. This is your godless wonder, Lexi the motherfucking savage. And we will catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Make your choices. Thanks for tuning in to Ladies Pitch Podcast. Make sure to subscribe on all streaming platforms. Find us on Instagram at Ladies Pitch. And follow us on Twitter at Pitch718. See y'all next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.